0: What is up, guys? It's your man, I do a barber. Back with another Beyond the Chair podcast. And then, as the title suggests, appointments versus walk-ins. Which one is better? I'm gonna be honest, I don't know. And I know that probably pisses you off because you probably clicked this video thinking that, man, maybe I can have an answer to the solution. Maybe I can figure out, you know, which one I should do. This podcast today is all about perspective. This podcast here is just all about Give you some examples of why one is better, and then maybe why the other one is better. So, in my opinion, neither one is better than the other. It all comes down to what you want out of your career. When you talk about a- appointments versus walk-ins, now I've I've heard people make really good arguments for walk-ins. I, I've had people make very good, strong arguments for appointments. And I've had an argument that I heard that was right in the middle, right in between, that was really just as good as both of the other arguments. So it's really like, which one is better? As I say, and as I always tell you guys, it's all about perspective. It's all about what you want. Just because you don't want something, this, or maybe you have some pros and a lot of cons, maybe towards walk-ins or cons when it comes to appointments, doesn't necessarily mean that they're bad. That is just bad for you. Okay, that doesn't mean that it's bad for everyone else, and everyone else shouldn't do shouldn't do appointments because your situation is unique to yourself. So, I heard a barber on Instagram. They were talking about. Geez, let me pump this up. They were talking about appointments and walk-ins, and they were talking about the downsides of appointments. And one of the guys, he was making a very strong argument for walk-ins. I was like, wow, that's a pretty good argument. I understand everything he's talking about with the way he's stating his case in this video. I would think, okay, yeah, that's a good idea for, for, uh, for walk-ins. But me personally, I do appointments. I also take walk-ins. So it's not like I shun away all walk-ins or any potential walk-in. Yes, I do take walk-ins. I do both. Um, but. What this guy was saying uh, in his video was that you you could be waiting for your appointment, but then miss a couple of walk-ins. And I'm sure for those of you that do appointments or whatever the case may be, you guys probably know or have had this happen where someone comes in about five to ten minutes before your appointment, and you want to honor that appointment because you don't want to run late on your appointment. Now, of course, it also depends on how fast you cut hair and all the other things but but he was saying how you just doing appointments you can lose out on a lot of money yes this is very true now i'm going to explain something about walk-ins and appointments where depending upon how you want to take your career you might want to err on the side of appointments now here's one and I'm going to be very random in this video. I'm going to be throwing out some very different arguments on both fronts, so you guys got to stay with me. So when you talk about appointments. One good thing about appointments, here's here's one good thing about appointments. One good thing about appointments is this. You generally, I'm not going to say always because the always is you can't you can't use the word always when it comes to Uh, When it comes to appointments, but generally, you know how much money you are going to make that day if you run off appointments, especially appointment only, and you run a tight ship because there's another thing with appointments. You need to run a tight ship when you're doing appointments, especially because a lot of people that do appointments, a lot of them have the same argument. Ah, man, this person didn't show up. Oh, now I'm just sitting here because I don't have a walk-in and all they do is take appointments. Um, which is why I understood the guys when they were talking about taking walk-ins or just taking appointments. I get it because if that's the case, if your shop only does appointments and you don't do walk-ins, then you know, if your people don't show up for whatever reason, then you're assed out. You're sitting up there with your thumb in your ass and you just got to basically wait for your next appointment. And then one, hope that they don't, the next appointment doesn't show up You know, uh, and I've had days like this where multiple people have canceled appointments or rescheduled appointments, things like this. It does throw your day off. It totally does throw your day off. So if you're running appointment only, it can get very dicey in that situation. But if you do a little bit of both and it's a busy day, it can sort of not matter at the end of the day. If someone, if you miss one, Potentially two. I've had this happen. If you guys pay attention to uh, one of the vlogs I made, Uh, I'm trying to remember which vlog it was. I was basically saying uh, how I had a person book, they didn't show up, I was so busy I never even noticed that they didn't. So this actually, this just happens. This just happens. So with appointments, like I said, it's really good because of course you get to know generally how much you're going to make when you're coming into work that day. With walk-ins, on the other hand, that's one of the cons of walk-ins, you just don't know how much. So, but that's a a really a two-sided argument because you can say to yourself, especially if you're just not busy, if the shop's not busy, whatever, and you only do walk-ins, then you're really subject to the door, like what happens for that day. But if it's busy, And it's typically like this and you guys, especially if you don't do appointments at all, you can generally expect to be busy because of course, that's what the history of your shop has told you. It's told you that, yes, we have been busy all the time. We don't do appointments at all. And you just kind of get it how you live. So in that case, walk-ins are great, but Running a ship where you're doing both can be tricky, and I know this because this is what I do. I do walk-ins and appointments. Um, Generally, with my appointments, if they are five minutes late, I'll take another client. I'm not going to wait for for them uh, more than five minutes because you and I both know as barbers, and I'm not sure what level you guys are on or how fast you guys can cut hair, whatever the case may be, but... A lot can happen in five to 10 minutes. I know some people might say, oh, I'll give them 10 minute window and whatever, but a lot can happen in 10 minutes. A lot can happen in 10 minutes. You know, you could be halfway through a fade in 10 minutes when you're waiting for this person to show up for an appointment when you have someone waiting. So like I say, I wait five minutes I was actually on uh, Mr. Eddie's live stream I think I don't know a couple weeks ago I think and he was saying he he gives his guys like two minutes which look that's if that's how you run your ship cool I'm not gonna sit here and tell you guys like the way you need to run your business but if that's just how you want to do it cool and if people are accepting of that cool if your clients understand how you run your ship that's cool because I always tell you guys, With your clients, you have to get your clients on board with what you're doing. If you want to run appointment only and you don't want people walking in, you have to tell people this. Like, I only do appointments, blah, 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 blah. I have some clients that they know that I do appointments. I have some clients who have booked appointments. And then these same clients will continue to try and walk in. Now, I always tell them, like, hey, sometimes you might get lucky. Sometimes you might not get so lucky. So I always tell them, like, hey, if you want to play the game, cool, be my guest. You can play the game. But just know, when you try and walk in and I'm busy, I will not be able to accommodate you because I, me personally, I, I'm not the guy who really likes to squeeze. Now, when you talk about appointments versus walk-ins, this is another tricky subject because this also depends on how you want to your career to run. When you're operating on walk-ins only, you're subject to the rush. And you guys know about the rush. The rush can happen 30 minutes before you close, 15, 10 10 minutes before you close where a bunch of people will try and rush the shop before the barbershop closes. I see, see we got some people. We got some people in here from different areas. Shout out to everyone who is watching I see everyone in the building. Leave your state, your continent, your zip code, area code, your country, all that stuff. Drop it in the comments below. I'm kind of curious to see where everyone is watching this from. I know that the Europeans, they always show up heavy in the podcast. So it is what it is. My man, JB, some ways from Chi-Town. And shout out to you, JB, some ways I'm actually planning a vacation right now in July for Chicago. So I'll be in Chicago in July and you know having some fun now when you let's talk back about that rush again now north carolina i used to live there too castro i used to live in north carolina um let's talk back about the rush again so the rush you don't want to be subjected to the rush and because here's one thing if you don't like to be rushed doing haircuts if you don't want to just have the feeling where you got to like work hard all the time because it is a grind. Like if you're a book barber, if you're a busy barber, you know, no matter how many hair heads you're cutting per day, whatever the case may be, I don't know a lot of people that like to just be rushed and feel like, you know, hurry, hurry, hurry. I need to be next. I need to be next. I need to be next. I don't know many people like this. Me personally, I don't like working like this. Like, I. I have the, the feel that I have to be rushed to get out of this haircut so I can get the next guy. This is why I do appointments. I book my appointments out 35 minutes apart. Yes. A lot of haircuts. I can complete in 30 minutes. Some I can complete in 25, some, some I can complete in 20, but it all depends on the client. And sometimes, you know, if I'm talking and we're goofing off, I may take a little bit longer. Uh, but I do use that extra time to, Sell product potentially. I use that time to, let's say, if they're paying with their credit card, I use that time to process their car payments or take payments, whatever. I use that time to sell product. I use that time potentially for people to pre book appointments and things like that. Oh man, Scissor Hands from Belgium. Belgium. Comment allez-vous? <laughs> Bienvenue. I, ho- I hope that's correct. I hope my French is correct right there. But, uh, it, it can be tricky there, Juan Cordova, ha que lo que, que lo what's up man, um, so it can be tricky, oh you speak Dutch, damn they speak Dutch in Belgium, damn I don't know why I thought they spoke French, huh, maybe you do speak both, I'm not sure, but anyway, um, so it can be a little bit tricky when you're when you're trying to navigate that because let's say you do both like me right so i have some appointments people walk in like maybe one or two i've had this happen and i've had to tell people like dude I, i'm booked like sometimes i may just say if i know i'm booked I'll, I'll just flat out tell them like hey but i know with my clients because i know how long it t- takes to cut certain people's hair. But Do this if you're feeling it, guys. Smash the like button if you're feeling it. So what I do is, I'll know just by who's on the docket for that day if I can speed up their haircut a little bit more, maybe speed myself up a little bit more. Look, I don't mind doing that here and there. But I don't want to do this all the time. There's a time and place for everything, right? So sometimes I don't mind, you know, cutting hair a lot faster than I normally do. But, I don't want to do this all day long. You know, for me, this isn't fun. I don't know why I just thought someone was was creeping on me. But for me, this isn't fun. This isn't my ideal way to work. This isn't my ideal uh, way to see my barber career. Just, you know, coming in here and just cutting hair and sweating and, you know, trying to cut the most amount of heads per day. (laughs) Scissorhand <laughs> says, you got that right. We speak two languages and I've learned a couple of things because of you. Then I have to do this, I have to do this. Merci beaucoup. And I'm um, uh, glad that you've uh, found the channel helpful and I'm glad that you've actually learned some stuff from me all the way from Belgium. So we got Europe in the house. So well, we have had the good old US of A representing. We got Chicago, I saw Alabama. South North Carolina, I think I saw Georgia, maybe Cali in the building, but the Europeans are always in the house, so shout out to all my Europeans out there, and here's one thing with walk-ins, right, so when you have a lot of walk-ins, what happens is you're subject to the rush, oh, Bahamas, man, my Caribbean people, Wagwan, Wagwan, uh, so, You're subject to the rush and what happens is you'll be overloaded with clients if you just only do walk-ins. Now look, if you want to do this, if you like to feel under pressure, if you like to feel like you need to be cutting hair, like every haircut you have entered that you're doing is a fast fade competition, then be by my guess, do walk-ins only because that's what you're going to feel like. You're going to have four, five people waiting, six people waiting for you. Now look, here's one thing. Me personally, I like doing uh, appointments because I like to look at myself as high as of high importance. Now, I also look like to look at my clients as high importance. Do this, guys, if you're feeling it, man. If you if you're in build the building, heavy button. If you fucking with the if you fucking with the live stream, smash the button. All right. So, I actually like clients to make appointments because I'm like, hey, th- I'm looking at it as as my perspective, right? So, as I look at the way things work in the barber shop, I say to myself, who has time to wait two hours to get their haircut? Who has time to wait for four, five, six, three other people to get their haircut before you get your haircut? Personally, look, I'm bald underneath here, guys. Like, if you don't know, if you guys are new to the channel, you know what I'm saying? I'm bald under here, right? If you guys aren't aren't familiar, I'm bald. So I haven't been to the barbershop. But if I did, I'm not sitting around at the barbershop for an hour or two to wait to get my hair cut. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that, guys. I have too much important stuff going on to be sitting around at a barbershop. And I would love to think that my clients have the same mindset. Because when I look at people who come to the barbershop and they're willing to wait, an hour two hours just to get their haircut i'm like what the hell do you have going on in your life where you could just sit around in a barbershop like dude now okay maybe you're a kid right but also try and preach this on to people that dude value your time stop sitting in here waiting to get your haircut i know you're a kid i know you might be in high school it's the weekend whatever the case may be but dude Use this other hour to do something else productive with your life. There's a lot that can happen with an hour. Like imagine if you could get one hour back every day of each week, of every month, of every year, of every decade, of every century. No, I'm I'm just joking with you guys. But imagine if you can get every hour, an hour each day back for a week, that's seven hours a day. That's another work day practically. Imagine if you can get that back. Not to say that people are getting their hair cut every day, but I'm just telling you, imagine if you can get an hour back out of every week, would you Would you take it? I'm pretty sure you would take an extra hour out of every week back if you could. And some of you might do something foolish with that time. Some of you, yeah, maybe you'll be productive. But for the most part, by and large, most people are procrastinators. Most people are bullshit artists and you know we waste a lot of time look i waste a lot of time sometimes you guys uh waste time sometimes and this is why i'm trying to uh tell you guys on this channel when i talk about stuff i try and help you guys do things a little bit better uh and hopefully that you guys actually take the advice because you know sometimes people just you know they'll listen to it scratch the balls and then go on with their life and then some people will actually put these things into practice Oh, we got Norway in the building. So we got Norway and Belgium. Any other Europeans? Where, any other Europeans? Any other, the European Union? Where are you guys? Where, where are all the other European countries? We, do we got France or, you know, Spain? We got any Russians? We got any Germans in the building? Let me know. And don't forget to do this if you're feeling it. So walk-ins versus appointments. Which is better? I don't know guys like i said in the beginning of this video i don't know it's all about perspective it's all about what you want and what you think is best for your career you um you really need to take control of your career out of anything if, if you guys don't take anything from this take this out of it please take control of your barbering career and really do what you want to do don't just be a barber and just going along to get along and you're just the subject to everyone else's will If you value your time, do appointments. i like to know that I'm going to make probably a a certain amount of money when I walk in per day, or I know who I'm going to cut it at what time, this and that, the third, because it's really hard sometimes. And I know this as a barber, you guys can probably attest to this. If you're just doing walk-ins only and you're busy a lot, sometimes it might be hard to take a lunch. Right? Because a lot of barbers, all they see is dollar signs. Their eyes turn green and they're like, uh, So they don't want to say no to a client. And I get it, right? Because it's like, dude, the money's tempting. You're just like, you know, and you want to make some more money. But a lot of people have a hard time saying no. It, it's really hard sometimes. But let's just be honest. You have to do that. And I'm the same way. If I'm busy, I don't like to take breaks. Me personally, you know, it takes a lot for me to stop. And eat because I'm hungry. Um, que lo que, primo. Uh, We primo. Do we got some Dominicans in the house? We, we, we got the que lo, que. Que lo que. <laughs> That's what's up. Saludos, saludos. Todo mi gente. Boom, boom. Um, <laughs> um, so, me personally, I just don't like to work like that. Ah, so we got Dominican in the house. That's what's up. Haha, my man, the well It's funny. I ran into this Dominican dude at Walmart the other day. I didn't even I was walking from afar and I I was looking at this guy, I was like he looks Dominican. I was like, this dude looks Dominican. And then I get up to, I get closer to him. He's talking to some girl in the store and I hear him speaking Spanish and I'm like, yeah, he sounds Dominican. And I look at his haircut. I was like, yeah, you Dominican, bro. So then he, uh, something happened. He skipped me in the line, but then he was like, he was feeling himself so much, he didn't even know what the hell he was doing. So then he was like, oh man, sorry, bro. And I was like, no, that was good. I was like, I was like, I was like, uh, you Dominican? He's like, yeah. I was like, I knew it. I was like, I knew you were, I was like, the accent, the haircut, the body language, the swag. I was like, straight up Dominican. And, uh, I was trying not to eavesdrop on his conversation either because uh, he was talking to some girl. So I was like – like, he was speaking Spanish, of course, but I was trying to, like, not listen to him because uh, it's kind of weird. I don't really like listening to people's conversations and stuff when I'm in public. But um, it's funny. Now, back to the walk-ins, okay? Walk-ins can be stressful, guys. Like I said, if you want to have a career where it's, it's, it's the stress is very high, the stress level is on 10 – You know, you're sweating while you're cutting hair. You feel like there's no end. You know, it's like Bugs Bunny carrot, you know? Remember, you guys remember Bugs Bunny, the cartoon character? You know, he has that that carrot, and he's been eating on the carrot all day, but that carrot is still the same damn size. That's how it is when you're doing walk-ins only. It's like Bugs Bunny's carrot. You know, you keep eating it and keep eating it, and there's no end in sight. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. So, you know, It just is what it is. But what I would like for you guys to do is sound off in the comments. Do you guys do appointments or do you guys do walk-ins only? I wanna hear your perspective on this. Drop it in the comments below because I'm really curious to know everyone's perspective and the whole purpose of Beyond the Chair podcast is to offer perspective to you guys and have you guys think a little bit differently. Think outside the box. Take on someone else's perspective because a lot of people are just hard-headed. I'm not hard-headed. I like to listen to other people's arguments And if it makes sense, it makes sense, right? Because at the end of the day, the truth is the truth. Um, And if I can learn something new from someone else's perspective, great. And also do this if you're feeling it, God. Smash that like button. And if I can learn something, great, right? Great, 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 great. But I actually like to hear other people's ways of thinking. You know, because it does spark good conversation, healthy conversation. You know, I'm not trying to get into some full-out argument where we end up swinging in blows. So, scissor hands from Belgium, my my Belgian folk. He says I'm pro for appointments, but got a board. Wait, got a board when it's calm to walk-ins. I have no idea what the hell that meant, but yeah. So Chad, Chad says appointments are better because there could be only one walk-in that day. This is this is very true. And where I work here, we don't get tons of walk-ins. Um, although today I did cut quite a few walk-ins, uh, especially on the weekends. Um, there could be some more walk-ins, but typically on the weekends, uh, my book, as far as appointments, get is just more full. Uh, and some days I'll have a good day Like during the week These past couple weeks Have been kind of slow in the barbershop I'm not sure what the deal is But um, but Of course if you guys know If you guys have been paying attention to the podcast thus far I'm pro appointment So uh, Quentin says I, start, I started off doing walk-ins But I'm appointment only now Being that I'm a, in a suite Yes because and of course, if you guys are in suites, that's a totally different story. Now, if you guys know anything about me or the channel, whatever, if you turn, if you haven't tuned in for the first time, if you're familiar, if you don't have to get familiar, you're about to get familiar. So if you're uh, looking at this little area here, I am in a suite. But my suite is within a barbershop. So I get the best of both worlds. I get my own private space, but I also get the nice comforts of being able to kind of, if you, for the lack of a better term, leech off of the barbershop because I can get, you know, customers, you know, from the barbershop. So if you're in a suite, it's a little bit harder to do walk-ins because most of the salon suite areas, they get very few walk-ins. It's really like winning the lottery if, if you get a walk-in and a suite because one, more than likely, you're not going to be the only barber in there. Two, you're going to be lucky to even get one because there's going to be so many options. And then if you're not busy. So it's very tricky uh, if you're doing this in the suites. So I see you guys want to be shy. You guys don't want to be, uh, you guys don't want to put your business out in these streets. You know what I'm saying? You guys want to be real shy. Oh, you know what's funny? Uh, My uh, my Dominican fellow, I, I cut one of my Dominican clients yesterday. He's actually the only Dominican client that I have. Shout out to him. Yeah, he, uh, I cut his hair yesterday. I, I told him the story too about the Dominican dude in Walmart. He was like, he's like, man, you met another Dominican? He's like, dude, I've been trying to find a bunch of Dominicans. I was like, dude, man, I don't know. I was like, I just knew he was Dominican. So, Julian, all the way from Norway, the Norwegian in the house, he says, I take appointments and walk ins like 80, 20%. So, Julian, he sounds sort of like me. Uh, mine, I pay 175 a week for this, um, which is more than what the guys uh, pay outside on the floor. Um, but I agree with you, Jillian. It's exactly what I do. Uh, I do a little bit of a mix. Sometimes it's different. If you ever just look at my schedule, it might be clear, right? But then it won't end the day clear. So a lot of people will book same-day appointments depending upon the day or whatever, and this happens quite a bit. Um, I always tell people, you know, like I say, Value your time guys, value your time. And by the way, I'm gonna open the floor up for questions here in a second. So uh, what about if you're at home with no barber license? Now, obviously if you're at home with no barber license, you're not doing walk-ins because people don't know that your house is a barbershop for the most part, right? Unless the word just gets out. But if you're at your house, why the hell would you want random people just knocking on your door for haircuts or just popping at your place for haircuts? Because obviously if you're doing this out of your house, whatever, you're not just going to leave your door unlocked, right? You're not just going to leave your door unlocked, right? That just doesn't make sense. But if you're doing it out of your garage or something like that, it is what it is. That's a little bit tricky because depending upon where you live, whether you know, the, the changes in weather can make a big effect on how you operate because a garage typically has a door that goes up and it's just open. But if it's wintertime, you're not going to have this thing up and open. If it's raining, you may or may not have it up and open, things like this. So it's a little bit tricky. And, you know, I, I wouldn't, if, if you're doing something in more of a private space, I behoove you to do appointments under all circumstances. Because if you're in a suite, you should be doing appointments. If you're in your house, you should be doing appointments. Like I said, who wants people randomly popping up at your house for a haircut? To me, doesn't make sense. It's a little bit awkward. For one, it's your house. It's where you sleep. It's your domicile. It's where you live. It's your place of peace and tranquility why the hell would you want people randomly popping up at your place of, uh, comfort? Sniper says, how much do you make a week being a barber? Look, that's the age old question, sniper. So you when you're working as a barber or if, really not even just a barber if you're an independent contractor if you're self-employed if you're your own as a you know air quotes like heavy air quotes i'm gonna put these air i'm gonna make them i'm gonna zoom in on the air quotes air quotes you know if you're a self-employed person there is no set amount of money that you're gonna make per week there is no guarantee if you want a guarantee go work a nine-to-five where you get paid salary or hourly When you're working self-employed, you might have a good week, you might have a bad week. As I said earlier, if you have been paying attention to the podcast thus far, you could make anything. It really all depends, okay? So, and and I'm glad Chad just wrote that in the comments. He said you're supposed to bring in a 100, or not a 100, but 1,000 per week. Now, that's a light goal, right? Because a barber can make more than that per week. Um... If you guys were listening to the podcast, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, it doesn't, make, it doesn't make, okay, so let's break this down, right? We'll do, we'll do five days a week, right? So we'll do five days a week. Let's say you work five days a week because let's say, I'm, I'm just going to make you have a comfortable life. I'm not going to have you work seven days a week and be all around the clock. Barbara, I'm not going to have you work six days a week and where you only get one day off. I will have you work five days a week where you can comfortably have two days to yourself. Now, if we go off of what Chad just said, which you're supposed to bring in $1,000 per week, that means you're going to make $200 per day, okay? 200 times five is 1,000 if you're not keeping up. Now, it depends upon your price point. Now, if like I said earlier, if you were listening to the podcast a couple weeks ago, I told you guys that I, oh, I remember which podcast it was. It was Barbershop Prices Are Out of Control. If you guys haven't listened to that one, go listen to it. A lot of people, it was very, a very good conversation. A lot of people got some good stuff out of it and a lot of good dialogue in that in that podcast. So go check it out if you haven't done so. It's on all the podcasts and platforms. It, it's here on YouTube. But $500 uh, or $1,000 a week, $200 a day, five days of work. Now, it depends on what price point you guys cut hair at in that Podcast, I was talking about the barbershop prices. You guys got to see my barbershop prices. You could probably see them. You see right there, there's a list of my prices right there. Now, um, if you're charging, let's say, $20 for haircuts, you're going to have to do a lot of, well, I wouldn't necessarily say a lot because that would mean you'd have to do 10 haircuts to make 200 bucks for the day, right, if you're making $1,000 a week. But that's very, if you know you can do that, that's like being... That's not ambitious, right? Because to do 10 haircuts in a day, it's not that difficult, right? It, it really isn't that difficult, let's just be honest. It's not that difficult to, to knock out 10 haircuts in a day. But in order for me to just make a few hundred bucks, all I have to do is cut four, no, I'll, I have to cut about five to six people. And I could make anywhere between two to 300 bucks. This happens all the time for me. If I If I have five to six clients, and I cut their hair, I will have easily made two to 300 bucks. Now, um, with how much does a barber make or whatever, it all depends on you. Some barbers are very ambitious and then some barbers are very content. You have some barbers that are just happy with, you know, doing this, making 200 bucks a day, 300 bucks a day. You know, some barbers want to make 500 bucks a day, which is highly possible. You can do this. Now, does this happen every day? Not in all, cases right typically the weekends for barbers are more busy that's just how the barber game is right but there have been some barbers and this is why i always tell you take control of your career because there have been some barbers who have been able to break that mold and actually make good money during the week where they don't have to solely rely on the weekend or the weekend rush they don't have to say to themselves and really look forward to the weekend or they don't sweat having to take off a weekend or like i ain't working friday or i'm not working saturday i'm chilling today you know some barbers have it like that and this is what i encourage you guys to do try and do your best to work on your terms don't try and work on the terms of other people because if you don't they will just drag you into the ground i've talked about this in another podcast where um oh it was the these clients ain't loyal podcast if you haven't listened to that one go check it out but i was basically telling uh everyone in that podcast that these clients don't give a damn about you guys. I got to be real with y'all. And do this if you're feeling. Smash that like button, y'all. Uh, I'm just trying to tell you. These clients, they don't care. They just want their hair cut, guys. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. By and large. And I'm not saying to everyone that you do have your loyal clients. You do have some clients that are loyal to the soil. That They they ride with you. They'll bend and break with you. If you, if you have some illness they'll reschedule their appointment. If something happens, it's okay, I'm gonna still rock with you. You have some of your your good core clients, but by and large, everyone's clientele is not 100% like that. And I even talked about this in another podcast, how many people does it take to have a full book, right? One barber said 300 clients. It, you know depending upon how many, how often your clients get their haircut it could be anywhere from 3 to 500 people in order for you to have a full book i have people that get i have very few clients that get their haircut every week very few i have some people that get their haircut every 2 weeks at 10 days i get some clients that get their haircut every month 2 3 months now if you have a lot of clients that get their haircut every 2 to 3 months you're going to need a lot of clients for, to to be booked because if they're not getting their haircut that often you're going to need a lot of those but if you have a lot of clients that get their haircut every week or two or three then you may only need 300 people to be fully booked but if you but like i said i have clients all ranges my clients they range out is very broad like i say very very broad and i kind of like lost track of what the hell i was just talking about right there i know it's talking about uh these clients ain't loyal and I don't even know how I even got on that subject, but just um, kind of pisses me off because I just went on a tangent and totally went off the scale. If someone can remind me in the comments what the hell was I talking about before that? Oh, I think I know. I was I was talking about the the whole um, the whole how much should you make per week? Uh, but like I was saying, some clients will bend and break with you. Some clients they'll you know do whatever. You have clients that will leave you because you had to leave early to take care of your family. I've heard people say this. I've had, I always ask people when they come in, especially here for the first time, I always ask, how'd you hear about us? You know, is this your first time here? You know, what's, what's the deal? Like, what's going on? Tell me the story. So they may, I, I had a, this a few times. I've had clients say, man, my other client, is just not re- or my other barber, he's not reliable. You know, I had to leave him, you know, like one guy said, he left his old barber because he had to do something with his daughter. He had an emergency, and I'm just thinking to myself, why? Why did? He, unless right, right? Unless like he does this all the time, or or there's always some sort of excuse. Okay, yeah, I get that, but dude, and I feel the same way. I I, I hold to this sentiment where. If, my fam- if there's something uh, involving my family, I don't care. You know, th- this barbering stuff can wait. It's not going to come before my family. You know, when it's time for me to go take a vacation or something, or if I want to take a trip somewhere, I'm going to do it with no regard. I have no regard about, you know, you getting your hair cut or, you know, you wanting to do this this week. I will post it everywhere. I'll post it on Instagram Leading up until that vacation for that month, I will tell every client, I'm going to be on vacation this time. I'm going to send the notifications out through my app. I'm going to post it on Instagram. So you have plenty of notice to know that I'm not going to be here from this time to this time. And if you choose to try and come in, it's on you, baby, because I have no regard, guys. Look, I'm going to live my life. I'm going to do things that I want to do. I'm going to have fun. And this is what I try and tell guys, you guys, right? Live your life and be fun. Enjoy life through the process. Like, don't just get caught up in the wash, get caught up in the grind. Because it's really easy for that to happen. Where you guys will just work, 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 grind, grind, grind so hard, and you look up, and you don't really have much to show for it. You, you didn't really stop to smell the roses. And a lot of people, um, a lot of people do this, and it's kind of unfortunate um, when that happens because you really need to. Step back outside of yourself and just give yourself a pat on the back and say, "Man, this is this is good. I like the life that I'm living. I've like what I've created for myself. I'm I'm really enjoying this. Let me just enjoy some of the fruits of my labor, and then you can get back to the grind." So let me go back to you guys' questions. And by the way, guys, the floor is open for Q and A. So drop some questions in the comments below. Next one: How much do you pay on average in taxes now? Did sniper ask that other question before? Yeah, yeah, okay, sniper. See, sniper, you're asking the wrong questions. Sniper, the questions you're asking me, I can tell that you're either a beginner barber or you're an aspiring barber, or probably not a barber. These questions, it's there's no general answer to this. How much does a barber make per week? That's relative. You know, you can make two hundred bucks per week. You can make a hundred bucks in a week. You can make, as Chad said, you're supposed to make a thousand a week. I've seen barbers make 1500 a week. I've seen barbers make 2000 a week. Anything is possible in this career. So don't set yourself in a box and do this. If you're feeling it. guys. smash the like button. Stop playing, stop looking at me and admiring my beauty. Smash the like button. If you haven't done so already, if you're feeling the content, share it, of course. But don't put yourself in a box. Really go out there and make as much money as you can. This is why, I, I mean, I charge what I charge and I'm, I'm unapologetic about it. And that's not to say that I'm charging like the most money you've ever seen. I'm, my, my haircut prices aren't that expensive in my opinion, but you know, it is what it is. And this is just what I charge and I like it. But, and, I, and I'm comfortable with it. I, I probably, I might raise my prices next year, probably. Just, you know, because that's just how things, that, that's how things go. You know, you got to raise your prices. You'd have to have a good quality of life. And if you guys have been following the podcast or the channel, I'm always telling you guys this. You know, you wanting to get good at cutting hair is great. You want to be good at fading is great. But that has nothing to do with your livelihood later in life. You know, you can't just hang on. Oh, I'm the best barber in the town or oh, I'm I, my fades are the best or I'm the fastest and all this other silly stuff. It's irrelevant later on in life. Chad is saying, what can I do to attract more clients? Get creative. Think outside the box. I'm not sure where you live, your circumstances, all the rest of it. But, you know, get creative. You know, you got to mix up some promotions. You know, I've I've heard barbers do all sorts of promotions and different um, clever things to attract new business where you have a really solid referral program. You bring me one. Or you bring me two, I'll give you a free haircut. You bring me one, I'll give you half off your haircut. Like things like this, I've heard people do this. I've heard loyalty programs, which I have one, and it's all within my app. And this is why I always tell clients, and I always try and tell people with my app, it's better to use my app than to not use the app. Because there's the loyalty program, you can get a free haircut if you follow up with the stamps in the app. And if you don't, you're losing it, right? you also can make an appointment. So when you get here, you don't have to just sit here and wait for me to finish. You can book your time, come in around that time, get your haircut and leave. That saves you a lot of time because you can go, you can stop what you're doing at one point of the day to say, hey, I know I got a haircut at 10 o'clock. Boom, let me show up at 10 o'clock. Boom, you'll be out, let's say 30 minutes later and then you can go back about your day instead of potentially sitting here for two hours got to be more, more productive. So you got to get creative. There's a lot of other ways to get creative with um, attracting more customers. So Sarah Jane is saying, Chad, oh, post your Okay, I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Are you going to do more guest podcasts? JB's and Waves is asking. Uh, that's funny you ask that question because I was thinking the same thing, actually. Uh, if you guys follow me on Instagram, I just posted a story about 30 minutes ago Busco. I'm not sure if you guys remember Busco, the barber. He's out in California. He's a celebrity barber. If you guys like rap music, right? If you have a favorite artist that you like in rap, Busco has probably cut them. And Busco, he's the man out there. He's cutting all the celebrities. He's on set. He's on call. He does house, all the stuff. He actually just opened a barbershop recently. But in that podcast, he talks about his journey from being just a normal barber to being where he is now. But I mean, that was like, The podcast was, like, maybe a year ago. So, I mean, he's leveled up even more uh, at this point. But very good podcast uh, and very good listen if you want to listen to uh, Busco. But as far as, like, me having more guests on, I don't know. We will see because I've been enjoying doing the podcast here from the barbershop versus, you know, me doing them later in the evening at home and things like that. I've really enjoyed doing this here because it gives – You guys, the feel, like we're in the barbershop, right? You see all the stuff. And if you guys have, like, questions about tools and stuff, like, because a lot of people have questions about tools and things like that, I can quickly answer your question. Um, So, for me, I I, kind of like it. The guest thing, it was fun. However, it's a slight headache, I'm not going to lie to you, uh, with having the guest on the podcast because what what I found is I have to track people down it's like I'm almost like dog the bounty hunter because I've got to hunt down barbers and stuff like that and try and get them on the podcast and then which by and large I didn't have too much problem but it was becoming slight slight headache slight headache um oh Chad is in Dallas. I'm in Dallas too, Chad. That is what's up. Um, so, Ivy Mac is asking, How do I feel about the Babyliss trimmers weeks in? I know you don't use them uh, for this, but are you struggling with balding out? Streets are saying the 2.0 blade doesn't bald out well. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. On very thick hair? No, this is no bueno. You do not want to bald out with this with some thick, coarse, thick hair. Now, if it's fine, you know, hair that's not very dense, War course, they work great. Like, I cut my son's hair recently, which actually I might cut my, hand, my son's hair in a haircut tutorial. They were great for this, but, you know, balding out. But here's the thing. I always tell you guys, don't bald out with your trimmers. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your trimmers. Don't waste your life. Get yourself a 5-0. Get yourself a 5-0. Get yourself a detachable blade clipper and bald out with this. Remove bulk with this. I mean, even if you want to fade with this, you can so this is what I'm telling you guys. Be smarter. Work smarter, not harder. And don't be dumb, okay? Stop balling out with your trimmers. It's totally irrelevant. You know, it's 2020. Come on, we're, we're supposed to be leveling up here. How many times do I have to say this to you guys? Balled out with a detachable, okay? Oh, man, what did I think about the fight last Saturday night? Man, don't get me started. My heart was broken. Uh, I'm a big fan of Deontay Wilder. I've met Wilder before. I've sparred with Wilder before. And I'm always rooting for for Wilder. So uh, it was really heartbreaking watching him lose. And I, it was one of those things where it's like, I wish I could have helped him. You know, it was like, I, I wanted to, like, just while watching it, I was just, I felt helpless for him because I was just like, man, like, come on, Deontay, like, you know how the movie Rocky was at Rocky 5 when he was like watching dudes fights and he was in, in the basement punching a heavy bag and he was like fighting with them like that's how I was feeling and it, it was just a real helpless feeling. I, I was real sad. I was going to do a post fight video, but then I, I was just like, man, I can't even do it because my spirits are down and um, and I'm not going to lie watching that fight. I'm glad I know Wilder was upset and he fired his coach because he threw in the towel, but I was actually thinking while watching that fight, while watching him get annihilated, I was like, he might die in there. Cause he was taking a lot of damage and it, it was it was one-way traffic. He wasn't uh he wasn't offering anything back. And I was just like, dude, this is not gonna get any better. This is only gonna get worse. So um, you, you know, know, sad fight, but apparently they're gonna have a rubber match, and it is what it is. So that's gonna wrap up the podcast as it doesn't look like you guys wanna be very talkative doesn't look like you, like you guys want to be very social because, of course, I always call social media anti-social media because you guys like to be weird. But I don't know. Cheating, I'm not even going to throw that out there. Cheating, it is what it is. So um, that's going to wrap up the podcast, guys. I appreciate you guys for uh, tuning in. Tune in next week as we discuss some other hard-hitting topics in barbering. Um, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> Angel says, help, help. I can't help you. I'm about to all right. So I'll see you guys next week. It's been your man. I do it. Signing out. i